All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast, episode number 216. And uh, golf's back, so that's good news. <laughs> Obviously, Justin Rose winning has the golf world enamored with golf, and uh, we're so back. We've never been right. more back. You're really just diving right into it. You know, didn't even didn't even introduce Nick and I just right away have to shit on Justin Rose. We're here with Nick and Sean. And, Thank you. Uh, another doozy of a pod. Because golf, we back. got a we got a great episode lined up for you. <laughs> I think we do have a great episode lined up for for him here. You just can't say that every time. Sometimes, I know, I know. sometimes I think you need to come out and just be like, "We have a pretty shitty episode lined up for you." Like, skip today's episode. No, this promises. is not a bad up. This will not be a bad episode though. And uh, we have the waste management, which is awesome. And we have obviously Justin Rose comment was a joke and. The fact he has a gold medal is an embarrassment to the sport of golf, but we have full swings next that. week. I would, but full swings next week, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's like exactly a week out, right? Yeah, we have uh, live drama, and oh, we have a draft. Wow, a real full Ooh, docket, and a hy- and a hypothetical question as well. I wasn't aware of this hypothetical um well, the classic I, golf balling podcast surprise I mentioned it a couple hours ago actually so that's on you good thing you don't have to think about the hypothetical that hard oh you could dive into it yeah. if you want to yeah i i forgot about this i saw this from uh, group chat golf memes i think it's called technically golf um i could be mistaken but basically the hypothetical is would you rather have a slow round in perfect weather about five hours or a fast round in rain about uh, three hours? Hmm. I mean, we're assuming cart in both of these scenarios. Yes. A normal sure. person's going to take the five hour round. Like a normal person's going to do that. It, it's simple. You could drink longer. Like, cool. Um, I'm not a normal person. I'm going to take the three hours in the rain because I just don't give a fuck. Like I'll play in sleet. I'll play in snow. I like playing fast and I like not being out there for hours. It's a different, it's a sport for me. It's not an activity. Coming in hot. Okay. Um, Just shitting on normal people right off the bat. No, I'm just saying like, I, I know people who are listening to this podcast right now and who are saying like, Oh, I wouldn't even fucking touch playing golf in the rain. And like, I get that. That's your opinion. And that's probably the right opinion. It's probably not fun to play golf in the rain, but I'm not normal. Yeah. Um, can we define perfect weather as well? Is it just whatever is perfect to us? Because, you know, Are you gonna perfect- we all describe fall? our perfect weather. Are you going to bring up the fall golf? No, I was just going to say, like, perfect weather for some people would be, like, a 90-degree day in the summer. No, I don't think I that's think that perfect. sounds – I think five hours of that sounds absolutely miserable. I'd say there's a couple of clouds in the sky, but for the most part, you have the comment where it's like, wow, look at that sky. It's almost it's almost perfectly blue. What's the – And it's about the golf temperature. Are, 72 with a light breeze. A little warm. 65. Wow. To me now, 65 might be a little bit chilly. Might have to bring up over. That's on the humidity. 
there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of people that disagree. I think there's a lot of um, okay, sixty and up. Six, between sixty and seventy. How's that? Whatever is perfect to you. We'll just yeah, we'll okay. Yeah. That. All right. I like. I like the 72, 70. Uh, yeah. I like later in the round. Ra- it depends. The sun. I like the sun shining. I like later in the round where it gets a little bit chilly sometimes. I don't know. That's, that's more of a me thing. It's hard to um, think about other state golf after living in Florida, to be honest. Except because, like, to me now, I feel like the morning breeze is tough, but it's probably 65. So... I also like being one of the last groups out. That's just a weird take of mine, but I like finishing with the sun setting. And... Yeah, definitely. I don't like, know that that's that weird of a take. I feel yeah. like a lot of people enjoy like a late afternoon round. But yeah. how cold can it get in Florida? This is what I'm saying. Like at sunset is probably still like 73. I'll, I know, I'll check what like, it is right now. You're probably talking more Chicago. I feel like we're getting a little too caught up on the temperature. I immediately regret bringing up temperature. Sorry. All right, so um, what do you think? Yeah, I'm Yeah, I mean, I hate slow rounds of golf. I get really bored during five-hour rounds. Um, So I'm probably taking the, the fast round in the rain. In a cart, rain's really not that bad. Well, you know. It <laughs> hate to be the weather guy, but it does depend on the type of rain. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's not fucking downpouring. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you're what if it's not windy? Because you don't, you lost out on the perfect weather. It so, depends. I like mean, everything's at play. How shitty weather? How shitty weather are we talking about? I say fifty and raining, and a little and a stronger gust than little wind. wind. Well, then just that's wind. like a different. There's wind scenario. If it's just raining, if like if it's really shitty, I'm, I'm I'd rather just play the slow round in good conditions. Yeah, but fifty and rainy could get pretty chilly. Yeah, like but if it's seventy and raining, like I'm fine with, like that's even kind of like because seventy and raining feels a little bit cold. Well, so. one thing about rain, there's uh, that like when it, when it's raining there's a very specific range of temperatures you want it to be because if it's too cold, like cold rain just fucking sucks. And then if it's, you know, a 90 degree day in the summer and it starts to rain and you have to put on rain gear, that is the worst feeling ever. I hate wearing rain gear when it's hot out. Super humid. You just kind of feel like a a sauna. Yeah. There we used to wear gray shorts and pants in college a lot. And I remember there were quite a few rounds where we'd all like we'd all have to put on rain gear on a warm day, <laughs> and nobody would take it back off because, you know, the sweat would seep through those gray gray shorts or pants under your rain gear, and it would it would just be a bad scene. Yeah, not the greatest. I could I could definitely see that. I think yeah, it rain is definitely. It's also the type of rain um, that you're playing through, like super i i almost like a consistent like mist rather than an inconsistent downpour like, yeah. just give me a little bit of rain the entire time or yeah, a mist. decent amount of rain how do you feel about rain gloves what do you G4 stand there y. the double huh? the double hander yeah uh, there have that, been that's basically my question do you do you go with two rain gloves i try to just 
use regular gloves and keep my grips dry. Um, but that's really difficult to do sometimes. Yeah. It, like, it's just, I think rain gloves are, are tough. I don't know. I, I used to love them, but I go through phases. And right now I'm in a phase where it's like, I just need to have a bunch of gloves instead of rain gloves. Yeah, I, I get that. I just, I've never been able to do two rain gloves. I don't. The two I don't rain gloves is a kind of a psycho move. In I my feel opinion. like I have absolutely no feel. Like, I already don't feel like I have great feel in the rain. And then two rain gloves, like, I have no idea where the ball's gone. I like sometimes, though, using a rain glove when it's really hot outside. Oh, if your hands are sweaty, like, there's nothing better than a rain glove on, like, a very warm day. Yeah. So that is my argument. But during, and I guess, like, just really depends because sometimes the rain isn't raining enough for the rain glove to actually work um i don't know it's just my take on it i've never used a rain glove ever so i don't know the benefits i feel like i've used a rain glove on a on a lot of days where it hasn't rained just you know you either forget your glove or didn't feel like buying a new one and you're just like fucking rain gloves coming out today yeah, I hate. Oh. Uh, you know, you just got to work up a nice sweat real quick, get those hands nice and moist, and then then it's gonna be nice and grippy. Yeah. No, I'm a fan of multiple clothes. If I'm a, I don't have much hand sweat, so I don't so run into sweat. these issues. I have so much sweat in general. I need a. I need a. That's that's for a different podcast, but I need to fix the sweat issue. It's probably not for any podcast. Um, it's probably between you and your doctor. Yeah. But you know, who am I to say? Why not be True. a mad pod making his yeah. doctor? <laughs> but I'm going perfect well, weather let's because have, let's have you guys are crazy. for the first half hour. And then yeah, no, she'd love to come hour. on. We've talked about it. I think yeah. we have talked about that on this show yeah. several times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So well, you were taking slow round and perfect weather. Yeah, five hours for to play golf is not that long. Like a, whenever it rains, it pours. Yeah, I feel I feel like slow round should have been defined as longer than five hours because these days that's a pretty average round at a public course. Five and um, a half, six. Five and a half. I'll still take six. Six will probably the highest I'll go. But at that point, I'd rather play no golf than golf in the rain because that's something. I, I hate yeah, I do. genuinely don't think you would want to golf in either of these situations. Because I, I don't feel like golf in five hours. Not, I feel like you get pretty crabby when they're. I don't know if you've rounds. played many five-hour rounds recently, like in a while, especially if you're playing. Because like, we've been on the four and a half, but once you go past four and a half, like when you're on the when you're on hole fifteen, it's four and a half hours in. You want to just jump off a bridge, golly. It is not fun. It I don't think I'd fun. have any issues with that. I haven't paid attention to pace of play in this state one time except Babcock because we played in like three and a half hours and it was insane. Yeah. And that worked for me. But I mean, I don't, it depends on who I'm playing with. If I'm playing with three randos, yeah, you guys probably have a much better point. But like if I'm playing with our foursome last weekend and it's five and a half hours, like, yeah, it's a long time, but I mean, I would imagine, as Nick alluded to earlier, I'm probably like six vodka sodas in by then, so I don't think how, it'd be that big of an issue. I do have a question. How far away do you think we are from having TVs in the carts? Mm. 
you know, because we have like the tech. I've seen the carts with like the live scoreboards and stuff like that. But when are they just going to put TVs in the carts? I think they very easily could at this point. Yeah. I hope they never do. I agree with that. I ruin golf. I know, but the people's attention span, a people's attention span when golf makes its decline again, but I know you don't like to think of it, but when golf declines again, they're going to have to sell stuff for people to pay attention while playing golf. And maybe that's one of the ideas is TV. Cause I know a lot of people that would really enjoy to watch a game like in their cart, maybe no volume while playing. Like it's not a terrible idea. I just kind of feel like anyone who actually does want to watch something just pulls it up on their phone. Yeah, yeah, but it ba- it drains the battery, and I'm not bringing a charger. Yeah, but like I'm not bringing a charger and putting it in the cart. Like I, I just like a I don't know. Most I feel like most carts have the USB port these days. So I know like, I don't want to do we've that. Brought chargers many times. I know, I know. How it's I lost just more them. of like a personal issue. Yeah. It's how but how many times thing. would you say you go on TikTok, like around? I'm I don't assuming know. he's a slower around. <laughs> Slower round? Yeah. Five hour round. Four and a half, five hour round. I'm not more TikTok. I'm more of a Twitter guy. Yeah. Going like Twitter. I try to do stuff that's not loud. Because I would rather like, watch a game any... with no volume prize and I'm just saying Twitter, but just a little if you you have like especially on Saturdays. In the South the too. Yeah, in the South, put the game on in your cart. While you play, actually, yeah, have a little talk about it. it doesn't sound yeah. like yeah, but see, my th- my stance here, I already hate when you're playing with somebody. Like, let's say you're sharing a cart. Let's say Jackson, you and I are sharing a cart. I'm driving the cart. It's you're in the passenger time. seat, and you're just like sitting on your phone the entire time. That already drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. I think that's one of the most disrespectful things you can do. Yeah. And I, I, want to talk to I just person. feel like a TV is gonna make that even worse. Yeah, that's fair. So maybe throwing, maybe what if it was golf then? It only had golf. And it could only be live golf. So four days a week for like that one hour they show it. And it's mainly commercials. So (laughs) why not just have ads at that point? Just running ads the entire I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. Though, I think maybe that's how we make rounds of golf cheaper. Just have like give oh companies goodness, the yeah. ability to just advertise in the <laughs> golf carts twenty four seven. I love it. If you ever play those like smaller courses, the scorecard ads. Um, oh yeah, the scorecard ads used to be those such a awesome. big thing. Yeah. Those um, are awesome. That's when you know you're at a solid track. Is when you see like <laughs> Burt's Plumbing. Like, make sure to bring this in for a five dollars off your next plumbing service like it's just awesome I don't know. and you know those what are, i probably those... will yeah if i have flowing issues i'm calling bird what's that course in schaumburg that we played sean and i with your brother uh uh i know it's right, it's right on a busy road they Box. have oh in elk grove yeah, it's like on the border of Elk oh, Road, like Sean. Fox, Fox, Fox Run, Run or whatever. Fox yeah. Run, yeah. Fox Run has, um, I think they have like the ads on the side, but they, I know they have the menu or they have like call the club shop on the ninth tee box. And I think they have a phone on the ninth tee box. I like that. I can't remember if they have that, but yeah, I mean, that's fairly common. Like decent amount of courses have that. Yeah. Bring those like those, back. Yeah. Well, sadly, I feel like now just... just people, you know, have a phone. So it's really not as big a deal. I feel like those were mostly installed pre like 
cell phones really taken off. Quick change of subject. Do you think that the halfway house severely slows down pace of play? Yeah. Yeah. It's there. So most golfers feel that way. I feel like. Have the hot yeah, dogs it, and burgers ready to go. Man. Calling ahead. Calling ahead needs to be a bigger thing. Like it needs to happen more. Just often. have it pre-cooked. I feel like a lot of times it's mixing drinks really takes a while. Oh, okay. But there's nothing worse than like if if you're in a group that's not stopping at the halfway house and the group ahead of you is, that's always such an awkward situation and just really does then slow you have to get around so much. Just you, make it a drive through service. You know what? Uh you know where this is a probably a big issue, Nick, is Ravislow. Especially yeah. like yeah, pre-made handmade peanut butter and handmade peanut butter and jellies, and she loves her sweet time. And God bless her soul, because those are great. But yeah, if you got it's people one of the big you, issues, the the halfway house is um, like three groups there. It's the devil's apple, man. It's it, it's good and bad. It's just it's it's so tempting because it's like you you want to go, but at the same time you're just messing. Like you said, if the group in front back of you doesn't like, I don't want to wait for. Joe Schmo to get like 20 beers and like six peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like, no, that's not what I was here for. Palmetto cheese has the best halfway house because their burgers are even pre-cooked. So I can just grab just make that everything pre-cooked and go throw some you know, ketchup on it. I, I, I get the reasoning behind wanting everything pre-cooked, but I'm just a bigger fan of calling ahead. No, I get yeah, that. Just microwave it all. Really I want everything microwave. I just think, really good, you know what? I want halfway houses to establish a rule. If you don't call ahead, like you don't get, you don't get hot food. Hmm. The best, the best halfway houses are when they're like making the food in the microwave. They just have the hot dog. Yeah, they it's just like, pull out like, like a like fucking concessions. Oscar Mayer package of hot dogs and just toss it in the microwave. You're like, thanks, I could have done this at home. May as well have just brought a package of hot dogs myself and just yeah. cut some in my bag. It's best when they're like, "Oh," or somebody might ask, "Like, oh, what, like, what's good here?" Oh, the hot dog, <laughs> Oscar Mayer. And then they never do anything with the bun. It's always just straight from the package. Like, yeah. you know, I want that. I want that bad boy tossed on a grill for a minute. Yeah, I need that bun, bun nice and nice and toasty. We all know the bun is the most important part of a hot dog. The bun's either so. got to be like toasty or soggy. Like it can't just be you know soft? fresh out of the packaging. What if it? What if it's fresh out of the packaging, but we're hitting Whole Foods and it's soft? I I don't know. I I can't really. I don't really know what you mean to be honest. Okay, but... how about what if what if they were Wrigley Field hot dogs where they've got the or Portillo's hot dogs where they have those seeds in them, so okay. they're soft. I don't really get the correlation what? there. If I'm being honest. It's just a good bun. I was just, all right, with buns, I feel like they either need to be tossed on a grill, like nice little bit of char on the bun, or you know how if you have a bun or like a hot dog that's been wrapped in tinfoil for a long time, you pull it out and the bun's like kind of soggy. Yeah. It just like sticks to the hot dog. Those are the best buns. Uh, just all hot dogs should be cooked on the grill on a golf course. Just have a grill. Have them, have them sitting there on the grill. I don't care. Yeah, I better see some grill marks on my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I like the microwaves, but more from a comedic standpoint. If I wanted a microwave, microwave hot dog, I'd, it's I'd do it. Microwave hot dog. Sometimes, sometimes it's just funny. Like sometimes you just. Uh, if you can microwave, I mean, like 
And I used to be big on those. I'd throw some like chili cheese on it. I got it. It works for me. I gotta say, I think a golf course hot dog may be one of the more unpredictable foods you can order. Yeah. Like That's brand fair. new course that you haven't been to, you really don't know what you're gonna get. Cause like a good golf horse, golf course hot dog is fucking fantastic. Yeah. And a bad one is like I never want to eat a hot dog ever again. How's our GCCs? Uh, decent. That's sweet. Very okay. Yeah. Okay. Got I've always liked the Glen Club. I I've always liked my my Glen Club hot dog. It's it's a good hot dog. Yeah, Glen Club might be top five at worst. Yeah, like it's a solid. Food. Yeah, it's always a ready solid to go. Dog. Yeah. So yeah, they got it unpacked. Eat a hot dog right now. To be honest with you. With some chili cheese. I played when I was in North Carolina. Guess what they do? You make your hot dog on your own. I guess it's a country club, so pace of play isn't much of an issue. But like you're you, you're cooking the dog yourself. No, or I mean like they're on the they're on the wheel and you gotta grab the bun and you gotta grab the dog and you oh. gotta grab the plate. So I've, like yeah, I've played places like that. That's at a country club. That's fine. But the problem with that is the bun's never right. Yeah. You know, because you're just grabbing the bun from the from the package. Like the yeah, bun sucks. The worst hot dog in the world is in Outer Banks, North Carolina. It's I couldn't even finish it. It was so bad. It wasn't even red. It was like more of a brown. We should really just name our podcast the Halfway House and just talk about food. The we do time. have a lot of Halfway House takes. It's just have pre-made PB and J's ready to go. With on good bread, not like Saint Vite or PB and J bread, because that doesn't it. work yeah. for me. Everyone's but... gonna understand that one. Yeah, I don't even understand got, that. I attended the school. <laughs> I didn't know they had PB and J's. We need cookie ice cream yeah. sandwiches also on the. Oh, the home, the home <laughs> like a fucking pound. <laughs> the fact that they allowed high schoolers to buy those every day is just crazy. Michelle Obama would have never stood for it. Oh I don't know God. how we got away with it. That's like a 2,000 calorie I little kinda, dessert. I want to go back and they were like good cookies though. They weren't just they're, like, they're they were cookies. homemade. They, they were... The cookies themselves were massive. Like yeah, you'd have, if all. you had one of those cookies as dessert for lunch, you'd be like, oh fuck, that was like a lot of calories right there. Pretty big dessert. The then you have another one of those cookies it. with a pound of ice cream in between. Um. Yeah, that's well, obviously yeah. the best food at St. Fodder was on Fridays, the Lion Bowl. No doubt. Freshman year, senior year, didn't matter. The Lion Bowl on, on Friday was. <laughs> Once again, nobody has any idea what the <laughs> fuck we're talking about. The Lion Bowl is just the fucking KFC Bowl. It was... Yeah, it really is. It's just <laughs> yeah. mashed potatoes, chicken, or like popcorn, chicken, gravy, cheese, corn. Yeah, just the KFC I had a dream bowl. recently, and Denny was in it. I think all of you guys were in it, but I do remember Denny being in it. Okay. Must have been the night after the was last that... pod, because I'm pretty sure we name-dropped Denny on it. That was the extent of the story? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thanks, so... for, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I'm glad you're having dreams, man. If you want to listen to, or if you want to understand these references, go back to episode one and uh, get back to us in a couple of years, and, and you'll get it. Yeah. Yep. We have to keep the legend alive, though. So I got, I got no shame. I, I actually think about texting him often, and then I never do. But oh, I should call. You know, I don't really want to dwell on this any longer on the podcast because nobody Wait, has any quick, idea who we're talking about. Real quick, the best rebuttal to anything 
pony related is Aisha Collar or anything like sexual that isn't meant to be sexual, but it is meant to be sexual, but it's like food or whatever. Like a soggy hot dog. I was thinking maybe I should call her when you said that. All right. You, you should start working that in more. See how it works out for you. Yeah. Well, I peered that iron. Oh, I should call her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there we go, Nick. We got a skit idea. I don't know there how we go. Do, but... <laughs> Do we uh do we want to just get into the draft? I don't know, man. I got asthma. <laughs> you should call her. All right. You know what? I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm yeah, reannouncing my retirement. Today's episode and the last episode. <laughs> Come on, that was a good one. Yeah, let's get into the draft. Let me pull up my notes. My Actually, extensive yeah. notes. To be fair, that was one of like the quicker comebacks you've ever had in your life there, there, the draft there's there there no way that was like, that it was recorded on the podcast that was witty i don't remember what episode it was but you even said you're like oh my god that was so I, witty i knew i knew that i've said that yeah that was recently there's gotta like i'm thinking that this draft comment was premeditated i that think was a you, non-premeditated i think you were comment. i think you were waiting to draft drop that when we brought up the draft once i will give myself credit on this one because it was not premeditated that's yeah then you know top two witty thing you've ever said <laughs> give credit where it's due you're usually <laughs> not the guy to go to for that type of humor and you pulled it out of your ass all right so for the draft we're doing the four, use the word uncomfortable, uncomfortable, hard. Just, you know. Unideal shots, top four unideal shots. A golf shot you walk up to and you're like, you're just, you're feeling nervous. There's you know, better ones. A golf shot you walk up to and you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. I it am a you... little bit screwed if you guys take any of mine. Yeah, I only prepared four, so I'm really hoping that. You know? I only prepared three. I'm just hoping something happens here. In the you can't pass on the fourth round again. We're I'm not, not passing that. on the round. I it, I didn't. I guess I did technically pass, but I didn't disqualify. It was just a trade. We made a trade. Trades happen in drafts. What happens in drafts? Trades. Okay. So I'll even take the first round pick in this one. All right. Sure. All right. So as a background to this shot, we're in Arizona. And I know you guys will remember this hole. There's water left and there's water. Wait, side note, that hole was, or that course um, hosted the Monday qualifier for the waste management. Oh, isn't that, is that every year? Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny because I kept seeing all these pictures and videos from that Monday qualifier and just, I'd be like, ah, Cormac Ranch, know it well. This is where we had a conversation with Brendan O'Reilly and, and Coach Help and let us take a picture I, with girls five seconds into yeah. arriving. I played there again in October. <laughs> How was it? Oh, uh, you know, it's a very okay course. Yeah. I gotta Can say, I first off, real quick, shout out to Miss Bavaro for that trip because she hooked up the food real good numerous times. <laughs> and also, shout out to Denny for ordering pizza like the first day we were there. That was awesome. Shout out to Nick for shampooing my hair as well. Yeah. And, um, um, shout I out do, to Sean for being low. 
I do want to ask you, Jackson, before we begin, are you just going to detail shots that you've had and the specific yeah. shot? Ooh. Because I... Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Pretty much. So, yeah, my first shot is there was that hole. It's a par four. It's probably playing like something stupid, like 450. And I believe it was into the wind, but I wasn't a long hitter. So imagine the hole was into the wind. There's water 450 is already probably a three shot hole for, okay. for Jackson at this time. Okay. All right. You Anyways, know, check my track man, Sean. 270 drive. No, to be fair, you were struggling to get to 450 and two. Oh, yeah, at the time? Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I thought said you said the time. then and now. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, you're 100% right. But there's water left, and then there's also, like, two miniature ponds come into play, one by the tee box and then the other one by the green. And I hit a nice little, my patented fade slice. So I got probably, like, not great at math here, but 280, 290. Maybe it was less than that. But anyways, a shot, your second shot into the wind with, I'll count a long iron, but mainly a hybrid. And there's not really, like, there's water left, long, short. So I guess you could maybe go right rough, but we played yeah. a win here. So, so long iron, so but mainly woods just... into the wind with water. Okay. Yeah. Still <laughs> lock that one in. Interesting. Yeah. Steve, get on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, tough shot. 200 uh, plus into the wind with water. There we go. Pencil that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Nick, do you want to go second? No, I want you to go second, Sean. I, I, right. I think I need to go last. All right. With my first pick, you know, I'm not going to say this is the most uncomfortable shot for me, but it's definitely up there. Because uh, I hate putting. Uh, I just feel the need to draft this before anyone else does. I'm going to go with a downhill slider, like five-footer for par. You know, nothing That's a good, yeah. Nothing gets me quite as nervous as that. Because, you know, you, you want to hit it with some aggressive speed, take a little bit, bit of breakout. But then you're like, oh, shit, if I hit this four feet by, like, I'm not comfortable with that either. <laughs> Am I about to make double here? So... Uh, you know, yeah, that's my number one. That was the first thing I thought of when this was brought up was any putt under five feet with implications. Yeah. Um, any any putt, yeah, any putt under five feet with implications, like final hole, that is probably the most uncomfortable situation. But that's where legends are born. It really um, is. The, the issue with those shots is it really is just the expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just expected to make it. If it's an eight-footer, it's like, ah, whatever. You know, it's probably not going in. But and it's the implication. Little, like, something three, four-footer, you're like, this has to go in. This is going to be the most embarrassing thing ever. Yeah, and I don't think any level, like we've seen it with Scotty Scheffler, um, you know, any any level, that That's that is a putt. Uh, the implications will get to you. The implications will get to you. So great pick, yeah, especially a downhill you. slider. Those are, yeah, you're either done or fucked. <laughs> Any downhill slider makes me uncomfortable, but especially for par. Yeah. That, that's a great, uh, great, great for pick. Bogey. If it, if it's for bogey, I promise you it goes in a hundred percent of the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Because at that point, you're like, fuck it. I don't care about the next one. <laughs> like, this putt's going in. What if it's the last hole and a bogey gets you under? And a... It's the same. Uh, same still, yeah. yeah. I would say if it's a birdie putt, I'm least likely to make it. You know, just like the higher my score is prior to that putt on the hole, the more likely I am to make it. Got it. Yeah, I agree. Short now, birdie putts, I never fucking make. If I'm making birdie, it has to be a 15 footer. I agree. Yeah, I I feel that. Yeah, I yeah I missed a I missed a lot of short birdie putts this weekend. Um, but I that one. I'm going to you know with these drafts, I'm I'm choosing for the people, um, not for myself, but. I'm going to choose uh, a bunker shot with water. Uh, water, water long. Water long, anyway. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I personally feel pretty comfortable out of the bunker. Like, I, you always have those thoughts, but again, yeah, this, the skull is always there. The skull is always there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to comment any further because... I feel as if I'm playing in this territory in one of my later picks, but I'll have some more commentary in a minute. It worries me because I too have a similar commentary possible. Mine's very specific. Maybe I dial okay. this one in as my next one, but well, I picked before you, so do I get another one? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we snake. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. I, I I've really been thinking about these on the fly. Oh, uh, I'm going with a tee shot. Uh, and any tight tee shot with out of bounce left and right, uh, is always something that I, I will shake someone. A, a tight out of tight out of bounce left and right where you have to hit driver is a scary scary shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than being forced to hit driver on a very tight hole. Yes. It's not a hole that you like. It's got to be par par five, super tight area, and OB. If you miss it left, right, par There's five would actually probably make me less likely to hit driver. Okay, par four, long par four, four sixty five. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that I'm for sure hitting driver. Into the wind. Into the wind. Yeah, I hate tee shots into the wind. I hate hitting driver into the wind. I a tight hole into the wind is not fun. No, because you know ball typically goes further offline into the wind. Um, it's just, yeah, it makes you, it makes you extra nervous. It's never fun. Cold that, yeah. Add, add cold, add weather to it. Cold into the wind. Uh, horrible, horrible. Good two yeah. picks. All right. Um, yeah, I'll get the, I'll get my bunker selection out of the way now. Uh, I'm going to go with a fried egg on a downslope. Oh, pick it up. Like Jeez. just. I automatically know I'm about to skull the fuck out of this or leave it in the bunker. I mean, at least it's comforting in that way. You just know it's not going to go well. But, like, there's nothing worse than walking up, seeing you have a fried egg on a downslope, and you're just like, fuck, I'm making bogey at best here. There's water long. Yeah. I I thought about throwing that in as well because I was going to comment with Nick's water long especially if you're on a downslope, like that is brutal. Yeah. That's yeah. If you have an interesting lie in the bunker, especially with water long, it's just like, there, there's no way you can hit that golf shot. There's no way you can hit it. Yeah. Punch out. I typically just move them these days. Yeah. You know? 
prefer to not think about Friday. Most, most so. bunkers are so bad. Like on tour, they always have nice pristine bunkers. Most most bunkers for us are so bad. You know, yeah, I'm, shout I'm, out COVID. I'm playing I'm playing rake and roll. Yeah, COVID really brought that into play too. It's like no one people came into the game and stopped raking bunkers. Um, because go to any public course, the bunkers you will find bunkers not being raked most oh, of the time. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We've definitely talked about that. Yeah. Nobody rakes their bunkers. So yeah, I I think it's lift rake in place. Have you found that um course bunker rake policies vary by course? Like, oh, leave them in or leave them out. Oh, yeah. That yeah. totally varies by course. I hate that. I really hate that. I never know what to do. And yeah. I just kind of, it changes. It's a variety of things. And that's yeah, why I've you got to, the best are the ones where you have it in the court. I've been like sternly reprimanded what? by the greenskeeper at my parents' country club before. Oh, my goodness. He was like really upset about me. What are you supposed to do? About there? where I put the rake. I don't know. They changed it. I can't remember <laughs> which one. It used to be like half in, half out. And then I think they changed it to like in the bunker on the edge, which I think I is fucking dumb. Let's have to leave a dollar cash tip. We need to I just think, create a rule. I don't know. I think it needs to be out of the bunker on the side away from the tee box so that it won't like stop a ball rolling in to the bunker. Like it's just out of the way. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right, Jackson, do you want to move on with your picks? Yeah, for my second round pick, I'm going to go with the shot after the hole after a shanked wedge with implications. It's just it's an unideal position even without implications. The hole after a shanked just, wedge. I would just I would just say like the wedge shot after a shank. But what if that but if I shank a ball and I'm out of the hole. If there's implications, I'm out of the hole. So the next shot doesn't matter as much yeah. to me. So yeah, I guess I I guess I was trying to not necessarily say the next shot, but like the next wedge shot is really where it gets to you. Like the next time you have not on that hole, the next hole you're on that you have a wedge in your hands. I feel like that's where you really feel the pressure. Yeah. If you shanked a wedge and then you have like a seven iron in the next hole, you're probably not thinking about it. But if you know, uh, it's funny Jackson talking about shanks because he didn't think they because they're not real. They're yeah. gone, by the way. I I don't even know the last time I shanked a ball. It happened for one day. So, they, but they do like come... most cases of the shanks go. They're like it's not usually a long term thing for most people. Oh, really? but it can happen. Can. Yeah. Can. So for my third round pick, um, trades were discussed. I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with a downward wedge slope green side with a bunker in front and water in the back. And I am thinking of a specific hole that Nick knows. (laughs) And it does happen to be at the Glen Club. And it does happen to be, I believe, the sixth or fifth hole. Um, there is a video of me shanking that shot. Do you know which hole he's talking about? I'm trying to say it again. The first part five. At oh, five. Okay. But like uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think there's a bunker in front of it, but I just threw that in there. Because you don't want to ta- chunk wait, it, but you don't want to. Green side? Yeah. 
Okay. I so, think there's a bunker on the right side. So there's a bunker. So the Glen Club, there's a bunker. It's a dog like left green. And there's a bunker just left short. Like, and then there's a bunker. There's no bunker on the right side. Yeah. yeah. So I'm nice. throwing that in there. There's a bunker on that. That, so that left oh so being right on side. that uphill slope yeah okay so, and the also, slope i guess the slope isn't even that much of a downhill, factor and like downhill. the rougher fairway isn't even that much of a factor they're more unideal but like okay a green side chip with a bunker short and water long to summarize okay okay yeah and throw in a tight pin yeah Fair play. Oh. Do you have another one? That was only your second, right? That was my third. What was your oh shot after Shank? Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. Um. Yeah, kind of a similar vibe for my third here. Uh, I'm gonna go with a 40 yard wedge shot off of a soft fairway. You know, recent rain when you have to carry a bunker. Mm, yeah. You know, there's there's about a ninety percent chance that most people are chunking that. Yeah, it's just tough shot to pull off. I actually go out of my way to not have like inside fifty yard, like bunker or not fifty yard wedges. Yeah, just having like a forty yard shot off of a soft fairway where you can't play like a bump and run is just never fun. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, I I I'm gonna finish strong here. Might last two ones and I'll be rapid fire. Um, I'm going to talk about conditions. Any shot where you're playing off a root of a tree. Um, that is uncomfortable as fuck. And I don't like one. if you have to play with roots. Yes. Yeah. I, most if you are an asshole and you make someone hit off a root and like you're just playing with friends, you're just yeah, you are an asshole. Just let like we're not trying to go to the hospital i don't want to hurt anyone i don't want anyone bitching and then they're going to make the excuse if they do hurt themselves on the route that it's affecting them the entire game so you don't want that round yeah that's a that's a good call there um yeah i mean really it really does only apply in tournament golf but yeah it certainly does really make you uncomfortable because you're like am i about to break my wrist Right. Yeah, and you have no idea where the golf ball is going to go for the yeah. most part. Like you could shank it and that's also scary. So overall, not fun. And then my final one, I'm going to choose another tee shot. Uh, driver with water trying to hit a like uh, any type of like water on water left and right. I think that might be even be more deceiving from the eyes than out of bounds left and right. Uh, uh, just yeah. I mean, I can see it. Personally, this is kind of I the would... same thing. Uh, probably a pretty wasted pick, but yeah. I I personally strayed away from the tee shot one, or just tee shots in general. Uh, I don't feel like I get as uncomfortable over tee shots as I do over anything else, but. Interesting. I think the general public gets a. I I feel like a lot of amateur yeah. golfers get afraid on the tee shots. Yeah, I would say that probably makes sense because for most amateur or most amateur golfers, you can't really drive the ball. 
Yeah. But I would say for a long time, that was kind of the strongest part of my game. So Yeah, no, it was. I remember. Short game was definitely where I got a lot more nervous. The driver right now, it's just not a not a weapon, which is it's always tough when it's not a weapon. I honestly couldn't even tell you the last time I hit my driver. Like when I go practice right now, I only bring five clubs and I just what never a, bring my driver. What a weekend warrior. You Actually, Uber? now I do I do remember now. I had to send my brother a swing video, so I had to bring it once, but do you Uber? walk? I do walk to go practice, yeah. It's about do half my call you nerd on the street. No, um, because you know, yeah. golf's not that nerdy anymore, and I'm also always walking with my girlfriend these days. So at least they know I get some. Yeah, congrats! Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's a. I don't know if I've told you guys about my girlfriend I'm taking up married. golf. Oh, huh? nice. <laughs> uh, she actually practices more than I do. Oh wow. Her office has a simulator. Like oh, she went wow. twice today. Jeez, she's yeah. got fit. She likes this. She likes golf. Yeah, is that I a mean, red flag for you? No, I'm the one who's teaching her. <laughs> I, to yeah, I don't think golfers I, have that as a. I like always find it funny when like it allows me. Upset at that. It allows me to practice a lot more. It's a red flag for me. I don't want to play in golf unless they're really good. I don't want to. T- I don't want to go out of my way and teach them golf. See, I love teaching golf. Yeah. Like, that's always been one of my favorite things to do. Considered it as a profession. Get ready for golf on labs. I like teaching golf, but I don't like teaching. I, I, I people don't you like love. Golf. Yeah, people I love. I. Yeah, I. Don't have I, I have a. St- I actually. We're getting totally off topic here. I think it's really easy to coach or teach really bad golfers and really good golfers. I think the like seven to 12 handicaps, I think those are the toughest because their swings are, their swings are so ingrained and I can't really like point things out. That'll make a big difference at that level. I agree. It's like my swing. Can't really do anything, but yeah. Wrote on the drill or other than three fifty. Yeah, it's about and it. sear it it's first. Like change everything. Two each side. You want to get it better? Change everything. Yeah, just together. go for a full rebuild. Yeah. This is a tomahawk. Joke. A tomahawk. <laughs> That's the best nickname for your swing I've ever heard. It makes no fucking sense, really. <laughs> no, it does. I get it. It is a tomahawk chop. It's just so, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess now. it's steep, but. So steep. I just, I, I tell people, I'm like, you know, if I could just figure out how to do everything really easy, it'd be like get or get everything in the right positions. I might be a really good golfer. When's when's the last time you hit on a track man? Or like any simulator? Well, I guess Oh, yeah, a couple days ago. Like what would you guess your attack angle is on like a seven iron? I had it down. It wasn't too down. Um that was actually what was crazy is my problem last year was I wasn't hitting down on the golf ball. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like people always call your swing very steep, but I feel like you actually do shallow it out out pretty well. Yeah, it's just really kind of a very steep backswing. It's it's very I get overextended steep and yeah, it's a very steep backswing. Now it's just I yeah I actually have to go. I want to go check my attack angle right now. I didn't really check last time. 
but the swing path or face to path angle is pretty good. That's really yeah, that's really all that matters. You know. Just face and path out here. Yeah. Um, I guess to get back to the draft, I believe it's my last pick. Yes. Uh not a very exciting one here, but I'm just gonna go with any approach shot over water from thick rough. Yeah. Like that's just don't know if the ball is yeah. gonna come out dead. You're like, fuck, do I club up to really make sure I get over? And sometimes you catch the flyer and that's a whole whole disaster. Or or you're like, Do I do I need to lay up here? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Especially firm greens. Super like a firm green country club for Jackson's analysis. Playing at a country club, it's in the it's, it's in the fall. In the Midwest. Uh, yeah. You're playing at uh Old O. Old O. Yeah, and the greens are firm as shit. And you just you're in the thick rough and you can't land it. That, there's something about like that country club type golf where like the super thick rough trying to hit golf shots in the greens are it's just yeah, very uncomfortable. Yeah. This is a totally random thought. For a second, like I was kind of thinking about how I feel like a lot of these stories we've just been like, oh, at this country club. Yeah. And I was like, we probably sound like such like privileged douches saying country club over and over. And then I realized most golf podcasts are like, oh, yeah, like a Pinehurst or like. Yeah, host. right. Yeah, we're talking about playing like the fucking country club that costs 12 grand to join for like, and that's prestigious. Fuck. No. Yeah. It's just, it's just funny. Yeah. But like somebody who doesn't listen to this and or doesn't know golf listens to this is just like, yeah, these fucking assholes in country club fucking elitists. Maybe it's just because we're younger than most like mm-hmm. podcasters. We do like you just assume that somebody else paid for you to play this country club and that's why you did it. Like your yeah. dad. Yeah. <laughs> dad got me out there. <laughs> well, I can tell you my dad's never gotten me out on the fucking golf course ever. Not in my life. Not a fan of golf. Not a what? My grandfather. What life luck? A lot of life. Yeah, a lot of life. Life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe he'll take me out golfing one day. Ever meet him? Um, All right, Jackson. Do you want to hit us with your final pick? Yeah. So before that, I have a really good joke. If us three were playing tomorrow, or if Ryan doesn't listen to this episode the next time Ryan, Nick, and I play tomorrow. It's just like when Nick hits a shot, just being like, how do you want that tomahawk cooked? Um, <laughs> anyway, okay. yeah, and I'll hold that in the dome for a while. But so I actually have two almost ones that make it. The first one would be when you're playing in a tournament and you hit a bunker shot and the sand gets in your eye and then obviously you have to DQ for withdraw mm-hmm. right yeah. and then it happens to the best of us you know? yeah who hasn't been there yeah and then number two for almost would be hole six at old orchard oh. the tee shot just, <laughs> i thought you were just gonna leave it at the hole <laughs> no yeah so for the viewers there's like a- ob left water right and but then there's like an overhanging tree depending on on the right the fairway, side. The fairway the, is legitimately twenty yards wide at <laughs> best. It's the tightest fairway like, in all of golf. Tall bushes yeah. on the left side, 
you have to, to work the tee box. You have to work the ball left to right. You yeah. have no other choice. You can't go long, and if you snap hook it, that ball's OB. And then you got to smell the pizza afterward, and it's like, yeah, yeah. But my final pick will be, I'm gonna go a bunker shot between, not greenside, almost greenside, between, or maybe it is greenside, but just a bunker shot between 30 to 50 yards in a match. But it's your third shot. feel like it's the that feels like a very yeah. comfortable bunker shot because it's just like this is my third shot it really like i'm picking this ball up like you should be probably picking your ball up if you're in a match and this is your third shot in the bunker so yeah, that should be your easiest shot well, I, but, no, I, I don't but you still have hope to get up and down for par what if you hold it too how the fuck are you getting up and down for par if you've hit you, three shots in no the bunker? not three shots in oh, the bunker he's yeah. saying it's your third shot and now yeah. you're in the bunker and yeah. it's a 30 to 50 yard shot. Yeah. So the like you hit your approach, you hit your tee shot, and then you hit your approach in the bunker. Okay. But it's a 30, 50, 30 to 50 yard shot. He's saying uh, that shot. Thank you for translating. Um, I'd almost go like 40 to 70 on the window there. I think 30 is not too bad. People, yeah, the, yeah. the long the long bunker shot is something that should have been talked about. And I think this is, I guess. Yeah, that, that long, was a swing and a miss on our part. Yeah, but, so, no, that's, I mean, I think that's the toughest shot in golf. I very agree. Few I'm saying people, like 150. Very few people know how to play that. Fairway bunker, I, I don't have an issue with. I, lo- I don't, I figured out last, um, actually at PJ National, I figured out how to hit a really good long, like 50 yard sand. bunker spot. I had it down. I had it down for a long time, yeah. and then I kind of lost it. I kind of just hit a splashing. I kind of just hit a big flop with a fifty-six or fifty, depending on the shot. Yeah, it depends on the distance. Like I feel like that works well for, you know, thirty to forty yards. Yeah, but I think if you get out in the like sixty range, that's when it's really tough because yeah. it's you know gonna have to be some kind of choke down wedge probably playing it with you know 60 degree i feel like the only i don't know i i've always struggled with really knowing how to play those but i feel like when i played them best i was just getting steep as hell and that's just why i'm good at that shit. ball first well i, I i'm shallow and steep I'm steep and shallow but anyway <laughs> that was my nickname in college <laughs> steep and shallow you went to college five years five and a half years it took me eight i'm still going you're still like i'm still in I mean, college yeah. grad school it's yeah. very different no no, no but it's, everybody's just like oh nick you're still in school it's just like yeah I'm... let's not compare what jackson did to what you did very different my new hot take is um there's like no benefit to finishing school early unless like it's really draining the pocket so basically if you want to St. Vider there's no point in for most people to finish school in two and a half to three years unless you're like Sean and you probably like know what you're doing and you're going to grad school unless you take AP courses um, it's all going to cost the same price for the most part you're paying per class Intuition. Unless you take on college. Yes, I, I don't know. 
does it how how much cheaper is it to graduate early if like you're not going to grad school i mean you just don't pay tuition for that semester a year most schools tuition i don't know was your school's tuition by credit I felt like all my courses were by credit. Oh, my I felt like we had a tuition, but we my also My schools were always just you had to take a minimum amount of credits and above that it was the same price. There was like a Oh, maximum. really? Yeah. It was uh, I feel like most schools are just same price for everyone. Like if I feel like most schools it's if you take 12 credits in a semester you're considered a full-time student and full-time students all pay the same. Maybe I'm off. I don't know. Not a great comment from a country club talk in today's episode. <laughs> I but I feel like good. what you're saying is like enjoy college while you while you can. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. take your time. Fair play. Now let's get I into mean, what we do. Do made. what's best for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are we getting into? What we've all been waiting for. We just swipe through the celebrity. Oh, uh, is he about to do? Uh, yeah. um, my waste management. This is a good week for golf. Golf's gonna be back. Arizona. Hell of a field. Back. Yeah. The Monday qualifiers weekend. galore. Uh, made me want to just seeing the pre qualifier numbers and what got out of that was oh, just like yeah, ridiculous. What, so what hard. It? So the pre qualifiers, Jackson. These these are the events to get into the Monday qualifier. For the waste management. Means. Right, wait, no, I want to find the actual tweet. Um, look, just sound out these scores. These are, but just to get into the qualifier. Yes, a pre-qualifier. To get into the actual, yeah, in the pre- yeah, pre-qualifier. Dang, Monday Q really no, tweets I, a lot. I'm trying to find this. Oh, so is a pre-qualifier I'm, on Monday still technically a pre-qualifier? You're saying then I no, guess in that there's logic, a There's a pre-qualifier to the qualifier. <laughs> Yeah, there's so like a pre pre qualifier. But I'm saying, like, if it's a pre qualifier, is the qualifier on Monday? Because if that's the case, then it's a pre qualifier is a pretty simple word to understand. So they play a. I don't, I don't understand how it works, is my point. Okay. Because yeah, <laughs> of the word wow, pre. I feel there's like eight that. sites. There are eight. I feel like maybe I missed, missed the tweet. I feel like I've gone back too far here. Oh, no, no. Um, I liked it because I remember re- I was sitting in the car li- and I saw this tweet and I said, looked at myself and I said, holy fucking shit. Yes, I got it. All right. Want to be a pro golfer. These were, if you were able to go out and shoot all eight of these scores at the following pre-qualifier sites, 66, 68, 66, 66, 64, 65, 64 65 if you shot worse than any of 66 at most of the qualifying sites you did not make it to the qualifier you didn't make it past the pre-qualifier i feel like that's pretty normal though no that's fucking crazy to not even make the monday qualifier like usually these pre-qualifiers i don't know there aren't always pre-qual well i guess there are pre-qualifiers most of the time for the pga What's they have yeah, usually, though? like usually, if you shoot around even par, couple wow. under, like you're getting in to get into a pre queue. Sometimes it's like two over. Wow. Yeah, like because it's not bad. But in like to shoot a sixty four, 
on one of these courses and not make it to the Monday qualifier is fucking crazy. Like there are weeks on tour you can shoot a 64 in the Monday qualifier and you're getting in the PGA Tour tournament. Like that's that's pretty wild. It's it's getting to a point with professional golf that I mean some of these minor league golf tour um events are just like filled up within a day it feels like like you can there's wait lists for there's just a lot of people playing professional golf right now because there's a lot of really really good players and it's almost i don't know i feel like just most sports you could look at right now i guess everyone's just, playing like people are athletes are just getting really fucking good yeah yeah really fucking good yeah i mean basketball like this next generation of basketball players is gonna be fucking wild yeah we need to make how do we make sports harder i guess that's what we gotta figure out the golf ball thing but maybe we make clubs harder to hit i don't know i don't know we gotta regress something because it's getting a little stupid yeah get rid of band track man just (laughs) Disband any like simulator company. Disband golf courses, literally, until the take call. the science out of golf. Yeah, don't let anyone play golf. Make it a finesse game again. People will suck. Ooh, finesse sounds fun. I also, you know what I do want to say about those scores though. Arizona golf is really fucking easy. Like, I just feel like it makes you feel good. Like Arizona golf, make you go there to feel that good. Totally depends. Totally depends on the course. Yeah. Some yeah, some courses out there really are a joke. Others are just tight as fuck. Yeah. McCormick and, yeah, is, most uh, McCormick Ranch is pretty wide for a desert course. I don't know what were the, those are I want to know where the pre-qualifiers were. Yeah. I was about to say I don't know where these pre-qualifiers were played. I'm sure if I looked at the list I'd recognize some courses, but I'm gonna pick John Rahm, by the way. Oh, we're actually doing picks for uh, the waste management. Like John Rahm's a pretty safe pick. Um, yeah, I gotta be honest. I haven't looked through the field. Uh, I know it's a strong there. one. Um, I'm excited to watch, though. I feel like. The PJ Tour, yeah. Maybe P- are people watching the PJ Tour right now? I'm gonna pick Ricky Fowler. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be the week that he's back. That'd be really cool. I feel like he's just been trending in the right direction, and there doesn't feel like a better tournament for him to win than the Waste Management. Yeah, really kind you know, of fe- just yeah, Sunday. That's... Sundays on 16, people are going fucking crazy for him as he's in the lead. If you bet on that, I bet. Yeah. I'm not going to. Mm. If he does win, though, then I'm going to be pissed. Uh, I'm going to pick... I think Sahith gets over the Demons this year and wins it. And then my uh, secondary pick is Kevin Streelman. I just feel like he might be in there. And then Hideki. Hideki's always there. I just think of Hideki and Ricky that one year when they were battling. And Ricky, of course, lost. He was not going to win the Waste Management. That wasn't going to happen. Sixth major. A sixth major, yeah. Or Scotty, maybe Scotty gets back on it and 
No, probably not. Scotty may never win again, to be honest. Yeah, never. Never. Grab all his tears out. Who's your pick, Jackson? John Oh, if you're, I feel like the association might be a little, I don't, I remember when, what he won, I was in Mexico and he won and I wasn't too thrilled. Yeah. I can't remember who was in second that I don't think was that much of a better pick. Morikawa choked. Yeah, it was Morikawa. Is Rory in this week? Is he still overseas? Uh, No, I believe he is. All right, I'll go Rory. Yeah. To win his fifth major. Because it was... Kyle Porter tweeted... He got a lot of backlash for this, but he tweeted that um, 23 of the top 24 eligible players are playing. What about Lou? Yeah, that's where (laughs) Rory is playing. People were freaking out. They're like, these aren't the best 24 players in the world. And he kept saying, like, I said eligible players. And they're like, but what about the live guys? He's like, I said eligible players. But these guys are so what much about better. The live guys? And then he'd be like, all right, even if you look at data golf, there are only like three live players in the top 40. And that that actually accounts for live events. So for hour two of the pod, we're going to do a way too early live preview for two weeks from now. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Hoba. all the live. We didn't even talk about all the live shit. But we'll get it the really full swing loaded episode next week. Full swing so doc. much, so much uh, like li- live rebranding going on today. It's disgusting. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, it was all over. Like all they're they're all redoing their logos, and like Bubba oh. has a new team called the Range oh, Goats. I saw that yeah, on YouTube can... and scrolled past it. Really oh quickly. yeah, it so stupid. You didn't. You guys didn't hear Bubba's quote about starting this team then. <laughs> He like came out and had some quote because his about, kid, right? Yeah, how his ten year old like knew all these teams and recognized them, and once he saw that, he was like, "Oh, this team component's gonna be crucial to attracting kids." So he needed to start one of his own. Oh, what a smart kid! I actually kind of love the logo for the Range Goats, but it's well, that's a good know. name, Range Goats. It sounds like that, some uh, fucking millennial made this. Nate, like, yeah, the range goats. That's gonna fucking get the kids it, in there. Does it sound like a yeah, like if you'd gone with like range rats, I I kind of I like that. that a lot. It rolls off the tongue. Like, cause that's a term in golf. Like, you could make a logo. It'd be kind of mm-hmm. funny. Like range goats. I don't know. I just keep thinking of the yard goats, the minor league baseball team. Oh uh, yeah, the big but on Twitter. That people. that quote from Bubba is just so bad. Because, like, even people that follow golf don't know what these live teams are. Yeah, nobody can keep track of. (laughs) Yeah, nobody can keep track of who's on which team. I'm gonna create. I'm gonna create a rebrand for uh, Live. I'll create all their names for them. Uh, Honestly, yeah. I mean, to them, that's probably a ten million dollar job. We'll sit down for thirty minutes and do it. (laughs) We'll do it. Like, Range Goat sounds like it was made by somebody who's was born in. A 2000 year team deadpan. No, it sounds like it was made by somebody who was like 50 years old trying to really, yeah, trying really hard to appeal to young kids. Like, oh, they love the word goat. Oakley's are not the move if you're trying to attract younger talent. So, yeah, they could have had a team name like Wool Press, yeah, Um, which might be the best name in golf. Yeah, Wool Press, or maybe, yeah. Forward play that could have been good too. Oh. That would have been so bad. They should have just actually checked out the top golf league <laughs> names 
and then seen what was popular there and then chose their golf names because there's some popular ones i bet it'd be funny if live was actually a really big deal and a team named themselves foreplay and it was like a huge success and like when you heard of foreplay it's like oh yeah the live team and then sex and then the podcast about golf wow what a scandal for the golf world that would be yeah (laughs) all right horoscope time yeah sure i don't think this is all that applicable to sean seems like he's kind of got it figured out uh try not to stress okay resonation or claim i mean you feel like you should always try not to stress so sure what is it do we just get a double do we i'll claim i'll claim that one okay we get a claim or resonate okay no what's up because you don't stress okay That, that makes sense all right nick don't gossip i'm feeling we get a double d here double doink Is either frozen or oh, I'm frozen. Frozen? I was like, is this uh, my Wi-Fi or yours? He's like, either pissed or frozen. Oh, that's gonna be a problem because this is recording. Oh no, actually, I don't know. Was I frozen? Jackson's. We... De- no, I don't think so. I think we're just sitting pretty still. Okay. Well, what's Jackson's horoscope? So you got no claim or resignation. Oh yeah, did you claim? That was yours. Maybe? Wait, mine. We never heard next. Oh wow! Okay, for the viewers. Yeah, don't you were gossip. frozen. Oh. So it's just don't gossip. Don't gossip. Okay. Try not to. I haven't gossiped. So claim not resi- resignation. I claim I won't go- gossip. Okay. For me, he is. Uh, don't be so stubborn. I'm gonna do neither nor claim nor resonate. Probably should. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Wow, they wrote that one for you today. (laughs) I feel like you should wake up and read that every day. (laughs) Like, I feel like that should be just like plastered above your bed. You just open your eyes in the morning. You're like, all right, don't be so stubborn. Put it on that big whiteboard. Yeah, right. Of course, you have a whiteboard in your room. You're such a whiteboard guy. I don't get one. Is it hung up? No, I don't. Still got a. Yeah. I think it's like directly behind me. Yeah, you can see it. No. It's not a good. Thing. Of course, it's not hung up too. That's a whole thing. You would be the type of guy to have a whiteboard and then not hang it. That is a it's whole. A, thing. It's, <laughs> it is a whole. Well, I could put it on those hooks, but then I feel like one night at three a.m. it would break my lamp and desk. Yeah, and I like. Yeah, be loud. Smart decision, Jackson. I'm glad you made that decision. So I'm not gonna resonate because of my stubbornness. I'm. You know, like I shouldn't claim it because of my stubbornness, um, but I think it's a sign. So I'll claim it, but not resonate. That's so good. for the viewers, this is probably the first and only time we have three claims. And no res- Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So shout out to the Cosmo. Shout out to the Cosmo. Yeah. All right. I'll With do that. that. For our for our viewers, the two people watching this, I'll do the Survivor. And that's the pod. I don't think either of you watch Survivor, so you're not gonna get that joke. I watched it when I was younger. I haven't watched it in a long time. Well, it's on Netflix. 
couple seasons. So, yeah, it's not something I would binge. I don't know. Yeah, it, you know, it, if we get it, there, we get there. There has to be like really good people on it. So yeah, that's it for today. That's it. That's it for today. Um, thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day or night or morning. Yeah, leave us a rating and a review. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Uh, one minute. Yeah. Did you say you want to go a minute? It's my minute. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. I thought maybe we were trying to stretch to a certain time. I don't know when we started this. I think it's pretty bad over an hour, I believe. All right. Well, yeah. Cheers. <laughs>